dude uh, i started watching this drama uh, called flower of evil it's the lee jung ki drama dude you have to watch it it's still airing i know but dude it's too good man i need someone to talk about you told me about this already and i told you that i'm not going to watch it until it finishes air cuz i had such a traumatic experience of this guy cuz i can't do it but like dude i need to talk about it and you're literally the only other human being i talk to i also i'm watching another drama <laughs> okay everyone's ready i'm going to press one Uh, wait, I can't find the bug. Where is it? Shit. Okay, okay, okay. Ready, ready. Three, two, one, go. Hey guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? My God, you you really need to get a new line because it's just old. <laughs> But this is my thing. Sure, sure. Anyway, welcome back to our podcast, Staying Offbeat, and we're here today with a brand new episode from our series, All Things K. We're super excited. I'm your host, Arda, and I'm Priyasha. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So for this episode, we. um decided to ask you guys for suggestions um we posted something on our story and um basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to talk about different k-pop crossovers or k-pop collaborations basically i mean it's not like a ranking thing like we did last time it's basically just us talking about a few Oh, collaborations, uh, which are like really great. Where we'll be talking about our first impressions and you know a bit about the collaborations as such. So I guess we should like just get right into it. Um. Yeah. So basically, what we're going to be doing is first we're going to be talking about five uh, collaborations that we chose from what you guys said, and then. Um, Both of us are going to give one personal preference each. Uh, this was again very hard. I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves, like making us choose. <laughs> choose is so hard to choose. You know, ever since we started this K-pop uh, series, uh, like even the first one was something based on like us choosing. That's when I realized I'm such an indecisive person. I really can't make a decision because um, when we're when we were brainstorming for the episode, we we talked about you know uh, the choices and stuff just so we didn't want to overlap like last time. <laughs> But you know, after that, I, there's way too many just keep kept coming back to me, and I'm just like, ah, I need to change that. I need to change this. This is so frustrating. Yeah, it, it was very hard, but um, <laughs> but at least this time we got some other opinions as well. So it wasn't as hard as last time, I guess. Last time just gives me nightmares because I had to choose between artists that I worship. Ah, <gasps> ah. Uh, uh, anyway, um, so basically. Uh, we're not just considering uh, collaborations between K-pop artists itself or K-pop groups itself, but it can also be like Western artists or artists from other places as well. Um, so I think um, 
I think let's start with um, the suggestions we got initially. We're going to talk about five of them. So the first one uh, is. I mean, it's kind of an obvious choice because way too many people suggested this song. Uh, it's uh, the song called "Mic Drop" by BTS and the DJ artist Steve Aoki. I mean, uh, when we posted the story on Instagram, I mean, we we kind of knew this was gonna be there on the list because, for first thing, it's a great song, and second thing, uh, since BTS, since there's armies like literally everywhere, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a given that the song is there on the list and. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the song first. <laughs> you said that with like a touch of. Um, a hint of annoyance, which I don't blame you for. <laughs> I mean, I'm not annoyed or anything. It's it was just like a given fact that this mm-hmm. was gonna be there on the list, and it's supposed to be there on the list. I personally yeah. love the song, and um, when the song was released, there were like two groups of people. I mean, one group was the ones who liked the original version, and then there was the others who liked the remix version. And I was in the first group. Initially, but I mean, listening to it again, and again, kind of, you know, I'm like, I, I now I don't really care. Both are like fine for me. I'm definitely in, on the first side. I still like the original a little more. Like I'm like that in general. We were, we were before we started recording. We were just like listening to all the songs once, and when the song started, like you know that starting tune, it's so like you can't help but. Like it's just an in, in, involuntary action. Even uh, even the you know uh, the chorus part, uh, the choreography, right? It's just so hard not to you know dance along with it yeah. because it's just nice. Yeah, and like I I've barely seen like the videos and stuff, but like I still kind of know the choreography in my head. I'm a bad dancer. Like for some reason, the choreography yes, stuck. Ekta is a very bad dancer, and in the I'm, future episode, you I mean, shut up! You shut up! Good. It's not like you're. Uh, back to the song, dude. Um, like one thing I, uh, like I realized kind of when we were listening to this, and the big hit logo came. I kind of oh. had this like wave of nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia, because, nostalgia yeah. because it's been a really long time since I've actually watched the music videos. Like I haven't heard Dynamite yet. Don't don't come at me, but I haven't heard it yet. And like yeah, uh, even are triggered right yeah, now. <laughs> I mostly just heard like the live versions. I'm one of those weirdos who prefers the live versions. I'm the reason why um, the artist and stand don't get enough views on YouTube <laughs> because I go and watch all the live versions. But yeah, uh, the big hit logo came and I had like this wave of nostalgia. And like whenever I listen to their old songs, I get back that feeling that I used to get when I was a stand. But then uh, whenever I think, should I get back into them? That it's just it's just too stressful, man. Um, we cannot deny that they have such good rappers, dude. Like that, you you can't you can't beat that. I mean, the rap line is too good. Really talented. 
it's really good yeah i mean bts as a group uh, they all the fame that they're getting everything they deserve it because they are talented people and i mean uh, like creation said she didn't listen to dynamite i did and it's a, it's a pretty good song and uh, but like she said i don't usually listen to so mm-hmm. the same thing happened to me cuz the big hit logo came i was just like oh, okay. yeah <laughs> that's so weird feeling going back to the song like one of the lyrics i absolutely love like um from the like from the first time i heard it that this one then uh, in sugar's rap me and it feel what me and it work what and i love that line cuz it's such a flex like oh my god yeah so i think that's pretty much it about my drop great song guys you should check it out if you haven't yeah i'm, I'm sure you have but uh but, listen to it again ah uh, <laughs> uh, yeah i mean what's there to lose just listen to it again yeah uh, anyway So moving on to our second pick it's um ice cream by Blackpink and Selena Gomez It's a rather like relatively new new song Okay, I'll just tell my opinion. When I first heard it, I didn't really like the song cuz I don't know why. Uh maybe because my expectations were too high. I listened to it again, again and again and now it's just the song that gets stuck in my head every time I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the reason why I liked it so much was I think because you know how Blackpink does the whole black concept and pink concept thing, like how Red Velvet yeah. does. But yeah, the, I think the reason I like this is because it's more on the pink side, and in general, I like the pink songs better, like the pink concept songs. And they haven't done that in a while, actually. And I, I just really like that we got a pink concept. And it was so much fun, and even Selena Gomez's parts were all really nice. I, I don't know, I just like it. Maybe I'm being stupid. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, like I said, now I like, you know. I'm at the point where I really like that song because it's a really catchy song. That's like the first thing, and also I I mean I have to mention this. Their uh dance video or the mu- <laughs> uh, music video for the dance performance one. Okay, it's just really creepy, right? I mean, it's it not just me, right? Because they they have these animated characters. Um, it's. I watched it once and I'm just like I I don't know it's just giving me weird chills because it's really cute. Uh I feel I feel that too. Yeah, it is kind of cute. The songwriters actually I mean it did surprise me when I saw the name because uh there there are like a few uh people who took part in the songwriting process but Ariana Grande was part of it and I was really oh. shook. <laughs> I mean I was honestly shook when I saw the name I'm just like wait Ariana like wow uh and uh, the others are like Selena Gomez and Teddy took part as well I mean obviously uh, yes uh, but yeah and the producers are like um Teddy's obviously and the others are Tommy Brown 24 and Mr. Franks Mr. Franks sounds like one of the 
I don't know why this is the first thing that came to my head, but you know, it was Agatha Christie novel, The Person Who Dies First. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No shade on it. No shade on the actual Mr. Banks, but it is something. And yeah, like I said earlier for BTS, this is also a song most of you would have listened to. But if you haven't, like, check it out. It's um, <laughs> it's a different vibe. I mean, it's a very catchy song. Uh, honestly, all these songs in our list are, are like extremely catchy yeah. songs. But yeah, do check it out if you have time. Okay, so our next song on the list is um, Okie Dokie by Zico and Nino. And um, this song is such a great song. It's um, and basically it was uh, a song that was made for "Show Me the Money" four. I think it's such a genius work of art. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's such a great song. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't listen to it to "Show Me the Money." Uh, I listened to it when I was watching the Knowing Brothers episode when uh-huh. Mino. The starting was so cool. Like it was yeah. such a cool music, and I listened to the whole thing, and I'm just like, oh my god, I love this so much. Yeah. Uh, and also, guys, uh, the live version is amazing. True. You shut up. The, you you didn't let me listen to the live version. She insisted. Let on me let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Uh, you know, let me finish. All right. Um, the live version is amazing. It's superior. I agree with Priyasha. Yes, but if you want to laugh at two crackheads recording a song and being crackheads and being themselves, do watch the MV for the the music video for the song. It's so funny. Uh, I I, yeah. I love them. And and at some point, you know, like majorly, this is YG, which is amazing. It's it's really funny. Um, <laughs> Lyrics. Knowing Brothers actually introduced me to a lot of good songs, which I didn't know existed, and this <laughs> is like one of them. Dude, the thing with Knowing Brothers is, for some reason now, I know a whole lot of like songs from the eighties and nineties, and a whole lot of trot songs. <laughs> That is so true. That is so true. Like a uh, uh, the song called Tears. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Dude, that uh, song. I I love jamming to that. So I want to go to a karaoke and like sing that song. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, we yeah we, we digress too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to Knowing Brothers, uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, um, like you know, uh, compared to the other two songs that we mentioned before, I am like not sure if people like a majority have listened to this song. Because I mean, if you if you stand like winner or like Zico, then you might have. But it's a very much underrated song, mm-hmm. I would say. I and it's I, a great. I kind of disagree with the fact that it's underrated. I don't think it's. I me- no. I uh, when I say it's underrated, I'm talking about the international fan base. Like obviously, the Korean fans might have heard it. Still, um, you know, listen to it. Give it a listen. It's a great mm-hmm. song, and um. um 
anyway let's go to the next one which i'm very excited about so <laughs> uh the song is called desert by hyoyeon featuring lupi and soyeon you know what are these what is that ियट The th- the, when the teasers came out, I freaked out because Shoya with dark hair, like it was like I, I cannot explain. I was she's freaking. She's had blondish, pinkish shades for way too long. Yeah, she's had. Suddenly, I think. I think the last time she had like um, darker colored hair was um, during the food pro- uh, during the food promotions. I guess food. Uh, around around 2010 11 let's talk about soyan i mean i was like pretty shook i i mean initially i was shook but then i realized that sm like i think they want soyan in their company seriously they get her for all the station songs <laughs> like all the time they they loki want i mean <laughs> and the dance dude soyan is such a good dancer like i feel like she wasn't able to showcase it completely in sonish day but like such a good solo uh, you know her solo songs really does bring which but like she's such a good one. um but yeah speaking of the dance <laughs> i think we have something to talk about <laughs> Hyoyeon <laughs> did God's work with this song. I am I'm not exaggerating. I I I think I tweeted about this. But uh, well, the topic we're you know trying to get at is the desert challenge. Uh, gave us so much good content. Ah, uh, all those um songs out there missing or the eight. They got the content they yeah. deserved, and that too around the thirteenth anniversary time. Yeah, just. Dude, it was so, I was so overwhelmed. Like especially on that, Adra messaged me uh, and she's like, "How do you feel about this?" I'm like, "Don't talk to me. I can't." Okay, now let me talk I about this. To... No, no, sh- let me wait. talk about this. No, no I have wait. To talk about I need to mention Yuri, Yuri, and you know. Okay, well. okay, fine. I, I'll give you Yuri. And no, Yuri. no. Yeah. Okay, so Yuri's was. I think uh, they did it while um, they were filming for uh, Yuri's cooking show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really I, I recently there was a post yeah, that yeah, was wearing the same dress. Yeah. yeah. So, uh it was during that I think and that was also really funny. But uh let's get to the main topic here. You uh, <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh god. Oh god. So basically, control yourself. Control yourself. Okay, I mean, so basically she did everyone's before um the anniversary. So she had done everyone's but and she wasn't doing units for like quite sometime and then and uh you know had like this small it wasn't even a scandal it was people being uh, was okay yeah. unnecessary yeah 
and um, it wasn't a scandal, but like for some reason, fans were being suspicious. Uh, I thought Yuna wasn't going to do it, but then on uh, Girl Generation's anniversary, which is on the fifth of August, she did post something, but not much. But I didn't want to get my hopes up. And then on eighth of August, I wake up and there's there's Yuna did what challenge? I send it. I'm yeah. like I'm going to cry. <laughs> I I think I slightly teared up. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and the part that is that, so like even I I knew uh, since I know how obsessed Priyasha is. When I uh, I think you were there in Dubai, right? So obviously I woke up first. I saw the uh, challenge first, and then I sent it to her. And I knew. I mean, Priyasha is going to be just. I could imagine her freaking out about it and like crying and laughing about it. But man, oh, her challenge was also. It was. Anyway, speaking of the this uh, this challenge, uh, not only the mm. uh, SNC girls, but yeah. also. A lot of other artists um, did the challenge as well, and Chanyol did it. Chanyol did it. Chanyol did the challenge at uh, Tiffany's birthday party. Yeah. But yeah, we also got a lot of NCT. Yeah. Uh, Jaehyun, Jaehyun, and Hyoyeon did it, and, and Jeno and uh, Jaemin also did it. Yeah. And then I even Sulrin did it. Sulrin did it with Hyoyeon. But yeah. Basically, um, yeah, that's it. But I think we should. Move this on. Uh, this episode is majorly gonna be about Hyoyeon's dessert challenge, but <laughs> it's it's supposed to be you know talked about. Anyway. So moving on, uh, we okay. have uh, the most exciting. Priyasha is extremely excited about <laughs> this. This was but, uh, this was literally the most self-indulgent pick ever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the song is. Uh, Who's your mama? By JYP featuring Jessie. <laughs> I I I we had to do this. I was like, this episode needs some crack in it, and this is the crack we need. Like, we need this. <laughs> we need the song here. Uh, yeah, basically, it uh, it's a song from his. It's the title song from his 2015 album. Called twenty four thirty four, and it's composed by JYP, and lyrics were by JYP and Jesse. And man, I don't know how he convinced Jesse to be in this song. <laughs> uh, can you imagine that conversation though? Like JYP asking Jesse, like. Do you like to be featured in this new song? And then the, them, you know, this whole process of them making this song is. But yeah, it's oh. so weird. Dude, he's he was forty three when he released this song. That song actually gave us such a gold uh, standard meme of Jackson's face yeah. to his song's reaction. But that was that just was too great. that was more recent, right? During Mama, when he performed with Wasa. <laughs> Dude, that was yeah, that so that is there. You know, I think JYP even posted about it, right? About yeah. Jackson's face, but yeah, that was such a gold standard meme. Yeah. Oh my God! But this song, like, dude, what are the lyrics like? <laughs> it's it's just weird to watch. 
But it's so crazy. Uh, we were watching it. I was basically going through the comments, and it's crazy. The YouTube comment section is crazy. It's not like I don't uh, appreciate that he's using music. It's just that the music is very weird. Yeah, imagine when his kid grows up and sees this. Uh, <laughs> I think <sighs> I I think he has nightmares, dude. Nightmares, uh, dude. Ah, and like the video is just you know in the starting they say he he asks her what's your hip size and what's your waist size I'm just like oh cringe tough look for my guy JYP. Also, also the uh, like one thing I'd like to talk about is that this song uh like when I said uh when I was going through the comment section I did notice that a lot of people were uh talking about how he's sexualizing. uh the women and stuff and uh, but the most what most people don't know is that it's basically like a parody so uh apparently it's supposed to be a parody of the western music <laughs> culture where they obsess over it but not many people I know about it I, but i don't think he went about it in the right way but, honestly <laughs> yeah that, that that's um, the, that's the point he didn't uh, he didn't do it the right way that was why why it went wrong because yeah. uh the intentions were good but i don't think the outcome so yeah, it the i think i think uh, it did the opposite of what it was supposed to do um yeah it, i was like man tough look that's why i was like how did how did jesse agree to participate in the song also jesse's parts in the song are yeah. like fun yeah they they great they they genuinely great like Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about this song because of the crack content and the memes and Jackson's face. Uh, but yeah, I think. Oh, but speaking of Jackson, you remember that performance that Jackson and Bam Bam did of this song? Oh, I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Ah. Uh. Anyway, moving on. I think uh, we're done with the audience suggestions, and we're going to go to our personal picks. So for me, um, it's a collab between DJ Raiden and Park Chanyol from EXO, uh, featuring uh, two other great artists. That's Lehi and Changmo, and uh, the song's name is Yours. and oh my god like there are like a very few songs that i when i listen to i like like it like at the with the first listen and this is like one of that uh, type of songs and it's more of um a soft pop r&b genre and um, <laughs> just mixed everything there soft pop i No that was what it was written when i checked uh google some website where they had the details and mm-hmm. i mean it is uh, leha is an r&b singer so yeah. it has the r&b touch to it and mm-hmm. the song um you know there are like specific specific parts of the song that's just too catchy and you know even if you listen to it like 100 times you would I mean I'm not like maybe not everyone but that's what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I 
I listen to it way too many times and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a great song. Like yeah, uh, as she said like even I loved it from like the first listen itself and Leha is an artist that I really like in general. Leha's voice is magical honestly like it's it's just the perfect fit for this song yeah and uh, even both their voice like Chanyol in the group his position is a rapper that is true but man that guy can sing yeah he can <laughs> like, he can sing he can really say, uh, sing and their voices just go very well and it's just, like I don't know it's just such a good song. Yeah. I, I I have no words honestly cuz I've been listening to it uh, if um, if you guys follow me on Instagram you would know that I keep posting the song like whenever I listen on Spotify I keep posting the song on my story cuz it's just such a good song and you guys should definitely listen to it. And I mean it's it's just it just suits your heart when you listen to it. Yeah, I know especially like Lihas I don't know I the song uh, for me was Lihas song she stood out so much in the song and like we were listening to it just before this and Arta kept singing during her part and I'm like shut the hell up I want to listen to her voice <laughs> Uh, yeah. Even uh, even Changmo's part he he's a great rapper even the rap is really yeah, good yeah. uh even the lyrics i mean here it's like a post breakup moving on kind of vibe and all but i don't know it's it's like currently this is like my happy song <laughs> i don't know if that's a thing but it's just it just really makes me happy and every time the song comes on my shuffle i'm just like i this is one of the songs which i repeat after listening to it mm-hmm. it's an it's like a no skip song like, yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's my pick. You guys should check it out. And now let's move on to Priyasha's favorite collab, okay. which is. <laughs> so I also struggled a lot. I had so many options, but um, the reason I chose this one is because all my other options were SM groups, and I'm like, I need to stop like obsessing over SM. Like, like even our, our previous pod. everything was as like it was so sm dominated i was like i need to like move on from this so but also when we were uh, uh, you know brainstorming for this episode the fact that every time we were thinking about a collab somehow one way or the other there would be an sm artist and we were just like how, how is this possible i mean Seriously? Yeah, why the SM artists collab so much? I mean, I'm not complaining, but we, yeah, we tend to be I very mean, biased of, towards SM. Well, one of the main reason would be because of the station project, because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of collaborations and stuff. But oh my god, it was so hard because literally, even for me, I chose this because I really couldn't like, like she said, it's a no skip song, and I absolutely love it. So which is why I chose my <laughs> uh, song as yours. Yeah, so mine, like, I didn't choose it just because it's not SM. It's also a great, great song. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, the song is called <laughs> "The Leaders." The, the song is called "The Leaders," and it's by GD G Dragon featuring CL and Teddy. Oh, <laughs> 
Um, so those of you who don't know G Dragon, what are you doing with your life? Like we were listening to it, right? This is the first song we were listening to, and we got so hyped while listening to this song. Like yeah. it, it definitely gives you those slightly older K-pop feels, and I think this is like I guess the only song in on this list which is like more of the second gen, second generation, yeah, hmm. yeah, and it definitely gives you those. Vibes and it's great. And dude, it's GD and CL, like, like the king and queen. Yeah, <laughs> literally. What do you need? And obviously, the rap is amazing. So the lyrics of the song are great. Like it, this whole song is just a major flex song. Like they're all three of them are just flexing the whole time. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, in GD's rap, there's this one line which is literally my favorite. Check your girl's phone. That's my face on the frame. And I'm like, that's the biggest flex ever. Like, only Judy can get away with doing something like. That. And like the music and arrangement and stuff is by Teddy, and the lyrics are by all three of them. And Teddy, man, you need to talk about Teddy. Like every YG song that you see, Teddy will be there. Like almost. Every YG song. Basically, yeah, this song is great. Like, I get so hyped. We should talk and about CL. I mean, don't forget. Oh my God, CL. <laughs> literally, it says in her rap. She literally goes, "I'm CL, the one and only baddest female." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, you are." <laughs> that is the queen spitting out facts. Yeah. Like, dude, it's been uh, so long, and now she's having a comeback. Having so a comeback. Excited. With I'm so excited. It's here. Oh, she's amazing. I miss 21. <laughs> don't, don't. That, I really that, miss that, 21. I, I started obsessing over 21 after they announced their disbandment. Oh, so just, that's just, sad. Okay, 21 just, was like what the first girl group I got in. And uh, 21 was like one of those revolutionary bands. That is very even true. even today I like. I don't know if there are any groups, but like in the mainstream or in like the groups that I know of, I haven't heard a group that makes music like that. So that is very much true. I have to agree because I don't know, uh, but this is my opinion. But nowadays, a, a majority of the K-pop songs that come out are mostly, you know, influenced by the Western. pop culture and i'm not a fan of that uh, uh, like because especially these days since kpop is getting a lot of exposure in the western uh, parts of the world I, i mean it is a good thing that is true but i don't know their mu- the music that comes out a lot of them are like Uh, it's just what i felt okay because uh, before a point of time the music that was produced from the kpop industry you know when you listen to it you could uh, you could get the whole kpop vibe from it but now it's you know it doesn't happen much often uh, but yeah that was my song it's called the leaders that's it for our fix anyway we're done for the Causing overs, I guess. Uh, we have yeah. such cheesy uh, episode names. I know. Wrong like, we we're really not creative with our episode names, but whatever doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter, guys. So like, 
listen to our podcast uh, yeah. we um you know we have new episodes coming out on every thursdays and it's available on spotify apple podcasts and a few other podcasting platforms and yeah also follow us on our social media on instagram and twitter at staying off faith but yeah that's about it make sure to tune in next thursday for another episode of asing rakhi shit um so i guess that's it for today we'll yep. see you guys next thursday bye Piesha here is like the biggest Yuna fan and I'm I'm not kidding she she will die for her that's how much she is obsessed with Yuna and uh, she texts me like uh, in the middle of the night asking me if Lemon no. is doing <laughs> <laughs> I have the screenshot. I have a screenshot of that but yeah and she is like dude is 11 years too much of a age difference and I'm just like wait you're talking about Yuna and then yeah so basically guys she's just she's just the biggest fan um. girl